This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, December 4th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. Even though President Obama may have poisoned the well by going it alone on immigration reform, there are still reforms that could pass the Republican House and Senate. Alex Narasta, immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute, offers his analysis. With President Obama's executive action on immigration and the uh, controversy that's been surrounding it, a lot of Republicans have said the president has poisoned the well. It's unlikely that immigration reform is going to be forthcoming from uh, the now Republican House and Republican uh, Senate. But to the extent there is a chance, what are some reforms that Republicans have proposed that should have traction and should have should earn the president's signature. I think there are probably uh, basically two and a half reforms uh, that should have traction uh, going forward. One, of course, is going to be the typical border security. We need more enforcement at the border type bill that will definitely have traction uh, in the House and the GOP Senate. Always does. Uh, the second one is a guest worker visa bill. Uh, specifically for uh, low-skilled visas, but probably also for high-skilled visas. Uh, GOP has always been supportive of those types of programs. Uh, The president a little bit less so. So I think we could see some traction on that one. Um, And then the half that I mentioned is combining both of these or one of these with some sort of DREAM Act or mild legalization so that it earns the president's signature and he doesn't veto him outright. Now, surprisingly, I think to some people, Ted Cruz has uh, offered some uh, reform that uh, would be agreeable to even you, Alex Narasta. Uh, that is true. Uh, uh, Mr. Cruz uh, has, uh, in 2013, uh, he suggested that the number of highly skilled uh, visa, uh, visas for highly skilled workers in the H-1B program incre- be increased by fivefold, which is a heck of an increase uh, when you consider what they were going to do last year. So he's definitely on board with that. Um, but just, just put that in perspective. How many high-skilled H-1B visas do we have, and how quickly do those go away? So uh, each year they issue an additional, for private firms, they issue 85,000 a year. Uh, 65,000 of those have to come from outside the United States, and 20,000 graduate from American universities each year. So he wanted to increase that number, that 65 number, by fivefold. Heck of an increase. Uh, up to about uh, 325,000. And not su- as surprisingly, I think Jeff Flake also has, I think, what is considered to be a pretty intuitive proposal, which is if you graduate from an American university, you effectively get a green card. Yeah, it's called the Staple Act. It's something he's been talking about for a couple of years now. And it seems a great way uh, to harness a lot of the talent from American universities that graduate and then are in immigration limbo. Some of them get H-1Bs, some of them get green cards, but a lot of them have to reevaluate their lives and plans based on an immigration system, which is highly unpredictable. Uh, this type of law would make it very predictable and uh, you know, guarantee that American universities remain internationally competitive. One of the things other countries have done is to liberalize their immigration laws in the last 10 years or so for students who go there. And America has unfortunately done the opposite. So uh, we shouldn't view the world through a mercantilist lens and that every country's, other countries are benefiting while we're losing and that it's a 
you know, it's a, it's, it's a fixed pie. Uh, but there's definitely no reason for the country with the best universities in the world to be turning away people who are educated at these universities. Now, how much agreement is there on increasing uh, visas for low-skilled workers? That seems to be uh, a sticking point for the loud, tiny minority of Republicans who uh, simply don't understand the economics of immigration. There is... It's more difficult in that lens to get that. There's definitely sort of the uh, populist Republicans who are more opposed to that issue. But then you have on the other end uh, social conservatives who are generally supportive of reform. They understand the role that low-skilled immigration plays. Uh, and then you also have a lot of the sort of neoconservatives, those concerned border security um, from a national security perspective, who understand that only a large guest worker visa program for low-skilled workers can channel would-be illegal immigrants into the legal market so that then they can concentrate on the actual bad apples at the border, people who are there um, committing crimes, sort of siphon away the peaceful people who they realize are mostly just coming here to work. Uh, so there's a big contingent about around that. You see basically every head of the Department of Homeland Security since it was created support a large-scale guest worker visa program for that reason, so that they can drain the swamp and focus on what they see as their core mission, which is security. It's worth noting that when President Obama and Democrats were in control of two of three branches of government, that is all of Congress and the White House, there was no reform on immigration. Now that there is a solidly Republican uh, majority in both houses and a Democrat in the White House, is President Obama at least going to soften his original stance that, look, if you don't send me a giant reform, I'm not going to sign anything no matter how much I like it? I think he's definitely going to soften that stance in some situations. So I think anything needs to be combined, any bill that goes out there needs to be combined with some sort of legalization. So whether it's a high-skill bill, uh, low-skill reform bill, border security, there needs to be some sort of, you need to throw him a bone, something like the DREAM Act, something like a small legalization, something that is similar to what he's done, but not an outright approval of it. Something in the same vein, though. Uh, because you have to remember the Democratic caucus is a little split on this, too. You know, we talk mostly about the Republicans because uh, they seem to be the party of opposition, but the Democrats are split. You have labor unions who don't want future immigration but want to liberalize the people here. And then you have uh, Democrats who want to legalize the people here at all costs, no matter what does. And then you have Democrats in the middle who want both of those things. So if you can get the Democrats who want both of those things and those who want the legalization sort of at all costs, no matter what does to the unions, you split those off from the unions, you can solve the future flow problem um, as long as you throw them a bone that's big enough. And I think he'll get Obama to go along with that because he doesn't want to fracture his party. Alex Narasta is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.